Hey, my name is Kristen, and I want to personally welcome you in. I'm a small town mama and former elementary school teacher who spent $250 to start a network marketing business I knew nothing about. I had no followers, zero experience in marketing, and knew very little about social media. But I was able to educate myself on all the ins and outs of owning a business and now run an annual six-figure online business and partner with my husband in helping him run a local service-based business all from home. Because you're listening, it's likely that you're either considering getting started as an entrepreneur or you want to grow. Let's do this together. I'll use my experience as an educator to break it all down for you, social media marketing, business strategy, and networking. My goal is to help you find a sense of balance and fulfillment so you can inspire others to do the same using your unique gifts. So get comfy and cozy, grab a pen and paper and your drink of choice, and let's get to it. You know, I've been doing email marketing now probably since February or March, maybe, of this year. And uh, I have um, I have told myself and I've told you guys so many times that I don't like to teach things until I know it. Right. Like I don't I don't ever want to um, present an idea and I've never, ever tried it myself. Um, so, so through a lot of trial and error and just kind of exploration, um, I stumbled across email marketing. Um, I discovered it from Jenna Kutcher. You guys know that she is like one of my you know, how you have mentors that you've never met before. She's like one of my people. Um, which is interesting because she and I are the same age, uh, but I've learned so much from her. And uh, I I actually took one of her um, one of her courses on this, learned a lot, still kind of had to go through the trenches and learn a lot myself. Um, but it has been a lot of fun, number one, to learn. Um, you guys know that I'm a nerd and I love to learn. Anyone else really like to learn and try new things? I feel like, you know, if you're, I, y'all hear me say, like, if you're not growing, you're dying. And like learning is just a part of that. Um, and then another thing that I've really loved about this is the automation piece, especially since I know last week we talked about um, lead magnets and I brought up SPR and how that was really the lead magnet most of us used for a very, very long time. Um, and there's nothing wrong with it. There's some of us that are still using it today and, and having great success with it. I mean, I built a champ using SPR. I love the the resource that's there, um, but there comes a time and a place whenever you start to grow in your business and you start to establish your brand and you recognize that, hey, like I really just need to start taking ownership over my thing, right? Like I, like you are unique. What you have to contribute to the world is different than everyone else that's around there. So it's good to start off with something, but over time, as you grow and you learn more about yourself, what you want to offer um, you can kind of create your own. And so that's kind of like the process that I started to see myself in, especially after we, you know, we had kind of taken a step back from using SPR. And this was even before we really started to fully engage in um, Saga. We were still kind of playing around with it and all of that stuff. And um, I, so I learned a lot about it. And the thing that I think that I love the most about it is there's an automation piece to it um, that is really, really, really impactful. And I kept hearing, Many others outside of Jenna Kutcher, I've heard other people say this, you know, um, you, you don't own your social media. You you put a lot of content out there, um, but at any given time, your Facebook can be shut down, right? Has anyone gotten in Facebook jail before or not been able to send people messages? Um, I haven't been able, okay, so I have been in and out of messenger jail 
for probably the last two, maybe three months. Um, literally can't message anybody. Like it was so funny the other night I was talking to Ronnie about this and I showed him, I said, this is crazy. This was like Friday or Saturday night. I was having a conversation with someone in my messenger and immediately it just decided, nope, you can't talk to her anymore. <laughs> like we were mid conversation and all of a sudden it decided, nope, you're not talking to her anymore. And I was like, what? Like normally, you know, it's like, if you send the same script over and over, you know, there's all kinds of things and, you know, or you got to be friends or you got to message me. For, no, this was just like completely random. I was like, okay, well, whatever. Um, so, you know, and that just goes to show you that like, we don't, we only have so much control over those sort of platforms. And so, so I didn't get in Facebook. I know that was pretty frustrating. I kept sending everybody the same message. Say that again. Mm -hmm. You don't message any more than 50 non-friends per day to avoid messenger jail. Okay. Well, I mean, it happens, right? It happens. Like we've all been there. It's, it's, it's one of those things. Another thing that's really frustrating about social media is that, um, you know, you put content out there and some people don't see it, right? Like the algorithm, sometimes you kind of have to play that game and, you know, you might have a really faithful follower, but they never get to see a specific piece of content that you share every day. So you have a lot more control when it comes to your email list, okay? You don't have to apologize. You have a lot more control over your email list because you're guaranteed to put that content in front of them. There's nobody that's going to hold you back from saying, oh, you can't message this person. Like you, you can. Um, the only way that that's ever going to happen is if they unsubscribe, okay? And we're going to talk tonight about how you can load value into your email marketing um, so that you really start to build your community. One of the things that Rachel Peterson tells us, um, you guys know who that is. She, I've shared some of her stuff before. She calls it your ecosystem. And she says basically that you want to build, you want to build such a community and create this sense of connection with your followers so that like when they get into your ecosystem, they don't want to leave. They want to see what else it is that you have to offer, you know, and in some cases that's going to be ketones. In some cases it might be, maybe some of you at some point are going to decide, Hey, I'm going to sell a digital product, you know, or maybe for some of you, you're going to decide I'm going to cook it. I'm going to make it. And I say digital product. I mean, like a, maybe even like a cookbook or something um, for some of you it'll be the business opportunity. There's mounds and mounds. And as you go through this experience, I want for you to understand that it's going to look different for all of us. Okay. Um, and it's completely up to you what that looks like, but keeping those people in your ecosystem is going to help you to really build those fans those loyal fans that you want that are going to shout your name from the rooftop. Whenever somebody says, Hey, I need help with keto. They're going to immediately think of Dina, you know, that's what you want for them to go. Oh, you should follow this girl. You want for them to do that. And whenever they've bought into your ecosystem, um, then, uh, it, then you really have done your job, um, to fidelity. So, um, I will tell you that, um, there are two platforms that I personally have used when it comes to email marketing. Um, and I'm going to talk primarily about one of them today, but you can do both all the things that I'm talking about. You can do in, in the other one as well. Okay. So, um, I will tell you that there is a, um, there is a fee for both of these platforms. I'm not going to like lie to you and tell you this. Um, the platform that I use, I will share a discount code for you. Um, a, a link 
that um, maybe I might be able to pull it up and put it in the chat right now. If you want to um, take advantage of it, I think this one is like 50% off for like a year or something like that, maybe. And that what I said it was, Dina, I can't remember um, if that's what, let me see if I can pull the link for you. I should have already had this pulled. Do, do, do. Hold on. Oh, here it is. Okay. All right, here you go. All right, so there's the link. Um, and uh, oh, and it's free for the first 30 days too. Thank you for sharing that. It's been a while. I I, I started it a while back. Um, so anyway, the first one that I tried was MailChimp. And there's nothing wrong with MailChimp. I just like Flowdesk more. Okay. Um, I love the, um, it's, it's aesthetic. So it has like, it's, it's just pretty. And sometimes I think that whenever we have something that looks good and looks professional and looks crisp, it helps to establish our reputation. Um, and people trust us more when they see something that looks good. Um, so in my opinion, you might prefer MailChimp more. Um, in my opinion, I think Flowdesk is prettier. Um, and, um, I really, it's very, very, very user-friendly. MailChimp is a little less user-friendly, um, when you compare it to, um, to mail or to Flowdesk. Flowdesk is like pretty laid out there. Um, you literally, you, you can kind of figure it out with little, literally everything that, um, whenever I walk through this with you. So anyway, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to talk about Flowdesk. Um, there's going to be a handful of things that I'm going to focus on. And these are the features that are in the platform. And that is segments. We're going to talk about how to take that lead magnet that hopefully all of you from last week have created or decided upon. Even if you decided upon um, the uh, the lead magnet, like using one of the cookbooks in SPR. Okay. So whatever your lead magnet is, I'm going to um, walk you through how to use that lead magnet in a, an email campaign. Okay. Um, and then I'm going to talk to you about workflows, which is very similar to an email campaign, um, but it's more of like a triggered automated type thing. Um, we're going to focus on how to get people to opt into your email list. All right. Um, whether that's through wanting your lead magnet or something else. Um, and then we're just going to talk about best practices when it comes to email marketing. So that's sort of the overview for tonight's um, training. Um, and then, of course, like I said, I want for Dina to maybe at the end, if she's open to it, to share sort of what she likes so far, maybe some of the things that she's sort of navigated through. Um, and um, maybe that will even help as well. And then, of course, at the end, maybe if you have questions, we can kind of open it up. OK, um, so before I do that, though, does anyone have um, does does everyone have their lead magnet ready to go? Does anyone not have a lead magnet? OK. So just to kind of go back for those of you that are watching the replay and maybe did not catch last week's training, a lead magnet is basically a free resource that you are giving to your followers in exchange for their email address, okay? So in the past, when we used SPR, it was you saying, hey, I have a free recipe group. That was your lead magnet. And then basically they were exchanging, becoming a friend with you over Facebook, and then you were adding them into the group. And it was like they they were giving you permission for you to follow up with them and talk to them, okay? Um, because you gave them that free resource. So it's gonna be the same thing in this example, except you're gonna have something that you created. It could be a, a grocery list. 
It could be a recipe. It could be a cookbook. It could be a workout plan. It could be literally anything that has to do with your brand. Last week, if you missed it, go back and watch. I gave some examples when it comes to niche specific lead magnets that you may want to consider. Okay. Um, so that's the first thing that you need to know. Um, now let's talk about um, what, and I actually think that it's probably going to be better if I, if y'all are okay with it for me to share my screen, would that be better so that you guys can kind of get a visual of what it looks like? Okay. So let me, I'm sharing my um, sound. So let me share my screen. Now, when you go in, of course, if you click on that link and you go to Flowdesk, um, it's going to bring you to it's going to bring you to like a screen that sort of, well, it won't look like this because yours will be blank, but you're going to see like a, um, a menu up top. And then over here to the right, this is going to be like your, um, like your, your home base or whatever. So it's going to be, um, you know, if you connect this to a website, which by the way, you do not have to have a website for Flowdesk to work. Okay. So don't freak out and think you have to have a website. Um, everything that you can do in here, you do not need a website. All right. Um, later on, you know, if we feel comfortable and we want training on that, I can teach you how to build your own um, website in an easy, efficient way. Um, but that's not for today. Um, you can um, you can set your branding colors, fonts, things like that. Um, you know, if you want to do integrations, you can. Um, but this one, I don't, you really once you get your account set up, you really don't need to mess with this a whole lot. In fact, I don't. I rarely ever go in here and I don't know why my screen keeps going light and dark. That's so weird. Is it, are y'all noticing the same thing? Like, is it getting light and dark? Probably because I'm trying to charge my computer and it's like, who knows? Anyway, um, all right. So up at the top, this is where I want you to focus is this menu up here, okay? Um, so you'll see emails, forms, workflows, checkouts. We're not gonna worry about that today audience and then analytics. Okay. So the first thing I want to do is I want to talk to you about how you are going to, um, you're going to get people on your email list. So Dina actually had a really great question for me whenever she first was creating her account. She said, Kristen, do you, or did you upload your, um, I don't know why my charger is not working now. I'm sorry. It's frustrating the heck out of me. All right, there we go. Um, she said, did you upload your, your customers from your Prove It Back office into, um, into your Flowdesk account? I said, yes. So all of you should have emails. If you were to go to your, let's go, if you go to your cloud, your, your Prove It Back office and you were to go to um, manage and then community, and then up here on the right, you're gonna see where it says insights. And then when you go here and all you have to do is tap on your personally enrolled contact information and you can download that report, okay? Um, and you'll have a list of email addresses that you can actually upload into your, um, into your account here. So you would go to audience and then where it says add subscriber, that's where you would, and it'll ask you, do you want to upload a CSV file? You would just literally upload that file from your back office in here and it's going to ask you, excuse me, it's going to ask you to um, make some connections. And the only connections that you need to make are name and email address. You don't need to worry about the rest of them. Okay, just name and email address. That's it. 
Okay. Or if you have a specific person, you can add them, you know, just one person at a time. Okay. Um, again, all you would need is their email address and their name. That's all you need. Now I'm going to show you a very efficient way for you to do this. So it's going to be super automated and you don't need to go through that process every single time you add someone to your email list. Okay. This is more like if you're just wanting to bulk add or maybe there's just like one person who's struggling or something and you want to put them in, then you could do it that way, okay? But what you'll do is you'll notice that it's going to keep a running record. Um, I have over 2,000 people in my email list right now, okay? And my goal is to get that number higher and higher and higher. This would be a number, I don't know if can, can y'all give me a thumbs up if you can see me circling around that number? Okay, this is a great number to track because this will help you to go, okay, when I'm generating leads, is this number growing? Okay. That will help you to kind of see, like, am I growing? Am I generating leads? Are things getting stagnant? Okay. Um, and I'm going to talk about some, um, some analytics in just a second. Okay. You're also going to notice in the audience tab that I have different like colors and lists, um, things around them. See all these blues. These are all prove it customers. Okay. These are people that I uploaded into my back office whenever I pulled that CSV file over. Now, um, I have several other segments as well. Um, like I have a health segment. I have just an exclusive email list segment. Segment. I have a free four-week. It just depends on whatever lead magnets that I have out there. I've created lists that go along with those lead magnets. So for you just getting started, here's my recommendation. You would, you would have an audience or you would upload everybody. Everybody's in your audience, right? But your segments that I'm going to show you in just a second, what they look like are going to have, like, you're going to have maybe a segment that's just for prove it customers. And then you're going to have a segment that's related to your lead magnet. Okay. So whatever that lead magnet is like right now, I know Dina's lead magnet is a cookbook. So she probably has the name of that cookbook as the title of that segment. Does this make sense so far? Okay. Now I'm gonna go up to um, segments actually, yeah, right here. So that you can kind of see um, how that looks whenever you set that up, okay? So you do have an all subscribers and you will have the ability to, the, the thing that I love about segments is that it helps you to target your communication to them, okay? So as an example, um, a few weeks back, I promoted See You at the Poll. It, it's not anything business related. It was something extra that I personally wanted to do to support my brand. Okay. And so um, there's only nine people in there. That's okay. That That's, I, I'm totally okay with that. But I had a segment that I was just putting communication out there to those people that were wanted it. Does that make sense? So if I were, you know, if I had like right now, this is a lead magnet that I am um, pushing right now is um, my five recipes that are budget friendly. So I have this lead magnet here. So I have a segment that's attached to it so that whenever I want to communicate to those people, I'm sending information that specifically goes to them compared to, let's say I wanted to, um, I wanted to talk to people that um, are like business. So I have, I have like, um, other segments. So like, say I want to target, um, oh gosh, well, new people, business coaching, you know, people who are interested in the business opportunity, you can create a segment for that. Okay. The possibilities are endless. I don't want for you to get hung up in the weeds with a number of segments. Keeping it very simple and basic to start is going to be the key for you, especially as you are learning. All right. I've been doing this for a while. So that's why I have so many. Um, keep it simple. So start with prove it customers, 
and then whatever your lead magnet is. Yes? Okay, good. Now, here's what you're gonna do is if you wanted to create a new segment, you would just see how user-friendly this is. You would literally create the segment. So let's say I wanted to create a cookbook. Actually, I'm gonna put um, movement tips. Okay, let's say I wanted to create a segment because my lead magnet is gonna be like movement tips. You would assign it a color and then you would hit save, okay? Now, all of a sudden, you have a segment here. If I were to click view, there's nobody in there, but I can add people if I want to, all right? Remember how I explained before, we would hit add subscriber. If you were gonna add an individual, you would type in their email and then put in their name and then save, or you would upload that CSV file. It's very simple, very easy, very efficient, okay? However, I wanna make this even simpler for you, okay? Which is gonna bring me to my next point, which is forms, okay? So if I were to click on forms up at the top, this is where you don't need to have a website where people go and they put in their information. You don't need any of that sort of stuff. You just need an opt-in form, okay? If you're taking notes, I would write that down, opt-in form. So all of us have opted into something before. Um, let's say maybe you have gone to, um, I don't know, TJ Maxx, and they say, hey, do you want to sign up for our rewards program? And you put in your email address, and what do you know? You start getting emails from TJ Maxx, right? Um, if you go to your favorite theme park, like I, we love Disney. So, you know, we opt into their stuff. They're sending that when you opt in, you're basically giving whoever it is that you're opting in with permission to send you promotion and information that's relative to their brand. Okay. So your favorite grocery store, your favorite sports, whatever. All of us have opted into something. You can't tell me that you haven't. Okay. All of you have opted into something. So you sort of already know what this is like. This is going to be really, really easy. All you would need to do. The cool thing about it is with Flowdesk is they already have templates ready to go. So you don't have to do anything but just tweak some things. You can change pictures, you can change fonts, you can change wording if you want, or you can use the shell that they have there. So you would click new form. And I always recommend um, going to the, um, the full page form. This is probably going to be the easiest um, and best, especially since you don't have a website, the pop-up that would go with a website, like all of those other ones are going to, the full page is the one that you want to go with, okay? Um, and I'm going to show you in a second how you'll be able to share this with your leads, okay? So let's say I want to just customize this very first one. The first thing it's going to do is it's going to ask me to choose a segment. So if you're going through this process, you want to create the segment first which is what I showed you a moment ago. And then you're gonna create your opt-in form, okay? So when you create your opt-in form, all you're gonna do is you're either going to choose from your list of segments or you can start typing it and it will pop up. So I can click on movement tips and then save. Now what it's doing is that any person who completes this form, when I send them the link, will automatically get added to that segment and I don't have to manually go in there and do it myself. Does that make it sound easy? So now this is the part where it gets kind of fun and don't spend forever on it. You can if you want to, but that's a total waste of time. You would just click on the image here to add a picture. You can choose from some that they have there. So if I wanted to choose a movement picture, um, maybe I want this one. 
So I'm going to choose, you know, these feet or whatever. And then I'm going to say, um, let's see, um, share your email below to grab my free guide on simple movement tips for moms. That's it. Okay. Now, you can go down here and you can see if, you know, you can change some of the other stuff if you wanted to. Like I could change um, the fonts over here. You could change the size, the color, the text. You can change even the button if you wanted to, okay? It's completely up to you how you want to do it. Now, mind you, this was a black button. So now I'm going to have to change the actual text because the text is white. So I would need to change the text to black, okay? So if you start to realize like, oh, what happened? Just play around with that and see, okay? Now, um, you can choose whether or not you want the image to be shown on mobile. Here's how you could preview it. This is what it would look like if somebody were on a desktop computer and they were accessing your form, okay? Or let's see, um, how do I get back? Oh, shucks. Oh, daggummit. Um... If I wanted to, um, if I wanted to view it as a as a mobile preview, it would show me like this. Okay. Oh, my captions were covering it up. That was the problem. I couldn't see my back arrow. I need to get rid of these captions out of the way. So there's your desktop version. There's your mobile version. All right, there you are. Okay. So does everybody see how you create a form? How you add the images? Um, and then you can even customize after they hit the button and turn in their email. You can change the message here. Um, you can just say, thank you, you know, any of this stuff. All right. Um, or you can create your own custom message where you can type it in there. You would tap next. I always recommend um, no for double opting in so they don't have to type in their email twice because that's quite annoying. Um, and then I like to know when I get new leads. Do you guys love the feature in Saga when it tells you that you have a new lead? This is that same feature. It will send you an email and say, so-and-so signed up on your movement tips segment, okay? So I like the notification. If you don't, you don't have to have that notification, but I prefer it because it gives me that little like hit of dopamine and goes, yes, I got another lead. Like I just, I love that. So you hit continue. If you want for them to hit the display message, I mean, or for that to pop up, you can. When you get to this part, um, this is the part that I also recommend that you edit just a little bit and here's why. Okay, this is your link that you're going to share with your lead, okay? But over here, if you hit at, uh, Meta Data Preview, you can change the image and you can change the wording that pops up. So it's like when you go into your messenger and you share a link and you know how like it gives like a preview of whatever it is that you're going to be sharing with them. That's what this is. So you can edit it by adding an image so I can change the image to um let's see movement or something let me i've got some pictures here let me just grab something real quick random that i have here okay this is nothing to oh there's one ha how about that i did have one with running ha so anyway so i can add an image all right and then i can go down here and i can change the um the title so i can say um movement tips and then down here, um, uh, movement tips for working women or moms. 
and then hit save. So now whenever I share that link, then that preview will pop up the image. And then that, instead of it saying like, sign up for Flowdesk, you don't want for it to say that, but you can copy the link and then you would share it in your text thread and your messenger thread on your stories, wherever you want for people to opt in, you would share that link there and then um, they would be able to opt in. So if you wanted to click um, view your, your, uh, your form live, I could say, Kristen is gonna sign in and then I'm gonna share my email address and it will automatically add them to your segment, okay? So does that make sense so far? So that's how you create a segment. That's how you go ahead and get a form created so that you can have people opt into that segment so that they can get whatever lead magnet that you have to offer, okay? So now let's go through the process of how are they going to get the lead magnet? Because now all this is right here is you organizing them and them telling you that they want whatever it is that you have, okay? So now what we need to do is we need to, we need to automate this system so that it's gonna be super easy, super convenient um, for me uh, to, uh, to, to share with my, my, my followers. Now, side note, if you ever need to go back home, you can just tap on Flowdesk up here in the top left-hand corner and it will bring you back home, okay? So that's kind of home base. So that's forms. Another option for you, let's say you, oh, look, y'all, it's still there. So say I wanted to delete this one. I can tap on the three dots here and I can grab the link from here instead of going back through that whole process. I can change the segment if I want to. Let's say I don't want it in movement tips, I want it in health. I could add it to health instead and click on the X there. I do this, I use that feature a lot whenever I, um, and duplicating a form so that I can create it for a different lead magnet. Sometimes I'll do that. Um, or let's say I just don't like it and I wanna get rid of it, okay? Um, or if I want to duplicate it, you just tap on the three dots. You can duplicate it here. You can change the name of it, or you can let me get rid of my captions that are in the way. You can delete the segment or the form. And so then I just delete it, okay? So that's, that's up to you how you want to do it. So I, I just still have this one here. So there we are, okay? Now let's get into the automation piece when it comes to the email marketing, okay? So you're gonna have an option that says emails, and then you're gonna have an option that says workflows, okay? For the automation piece, you're gonna to wanna to tap workflows, okay? So I'm going to, just for the sake of time, I'm gonna show you um, a workflow that I have already created. I'm not going to start it from scratch. I'll like, I'll go through the process in just a second of how to create it, but I'm just going to kind of give you like an overview of what a general overview would look like for a workflow. So before I get started, first of all, a workflow is a series of automated emails that are sent to your person who opts in on your form. Okay. And the very first email that they should receive from you when they opt in is the lead magnet, okay? Whatever it is that you promised them, you want for it to be delivered to them right away. Here's why. If you have ever been scrolling somewhere and you find something that you really, really love and you're like, ooh, I really could use that. And then you click on it, you fill out your information, like you want it right then, right? Like you want for whatever the information is that you received or ordered or whatever, you like want for the, to go through that process right away. Now, let's say you, you're scrolling or whatever and you find something that you really like and you fill out your information and then nothing comes through. 
And then maybe three days later, or even later that day, that night, you're not on your email. You're busy doing other things. You probably have forgotten about it, right? It's not important to you anymore because it's not really ahead of you. It's not in your line of sight. So it's important for you to have something that's automated so that whenever they want the information, you're giving it to them right away, okay? And that's where that triggered email workflow is gonna come, all right? So I'm gonna show you an example. I'm gonna tap edit. This is gonna pause one. I'll have to republish this in just a second. Um, but if you're ever editing, you have to do that. So what you're gonna first of all do is you're gonna assign your workflow to whatever segment you want. So again, whatever the name of that lead magnet is, when you add the segment, um, whenever you choose, you click on your workflow and you do it, I'll, I'll show you in a second how you're gonna create it. Um, you'll just choose the segment that you want. And then you're gonna create a series of emails that are gonna go out to them. I recommend five emails, okay? So if you're taking notes, I recommend five emails. And I recommend that you providing, so there's a way for you in here to um, put a time delay between emails. So what will happen is the trigger, you'll see here, someone is added to that segment. What caused them getting added to that segment is they filled out your opt-in form. That's the trigger, okay? So they filled out the form, they're now added to your segment. The trigger has been activated on this workflow. So immediately you want to create an email that's going to send them whatever the lead magnet is, okay? And you would just do that by tapping on the plus sign and you would choose email, time delay, condition, or action. So in this case, you would choose email and you would create the email that's gonna send them the lead magnet and then you would keep going. Now, what I would recommend to you when you're creating this workflow is I would maybe make your emails in Google Docs and go ahead and write out your five messages that you want to send and then carry that over to your workflow. It'll make it a lot easier. You'll be able to see the transitions between, you know, from step by step. And then you can just copy paste it over into your email that you create. Okay. And I'm going to show you how to create the emails in just a second. Okay. So. You want to, you want to wait a little bit, right? Like you don't want to like send them an email, send them an email, send them an email, right back to back to back to back. You want to give them some time, right? They got to digest that information. So in some cases it might be, you want to wait one day and then you're going to send them another email to check in on them. I like to do two days. That keeps you kind of still in their line of sight, but it's not kind of overbearing. I have joined email lists and I've gotten emails every single day and I've not been bothered by it, especially if it's loaded with value, okay? And this is where you really need to know who your audience is so you know how to serve them best, okay? So I'm waiting a two-day time delay. Again, I would just hit that plus button and put time delay. And then you can choose, you know, if you wanna wait a week, a month, a year, not a year, but you know what I mean? Like however however long you want, hours, minutes, um. I'm gonna delete this because I already have a time delay there. All right, so I waited two days and then I sent another email. Wait another two days, send another email. Wait another two days and send another email. And I'm not gonna open these emails up to show you exactly what they are, but at some point I'm going to introduce the opportunity to them, okay? Because this is about help. I'm going to at some point slide in ketones and I'm gonna start talking about ketones. I'm gonna share a story. I'm going to tell my story. I'm gonna offer a discount. 
you know, I'm going to, I'm going to start talking about, um, I'm going to start talking about ketones. Okay. And then whenever they're done, when you get to the very end, you can actually end the workflow and it will, that will already be there at the end. You don't have to create that step. It will be there. You just keep creating until you don't want to create anymore. And then it will end. Now, here's the beauty in when someone joins your email list and they go all the way through your workflow, they're still on your email list. So the beauty in this is that you can still create connections with them outside of the workflow. You can literally create, we call them newsletters. So a weekly email that you send out to all of your subscribers. Okay. So that whenever they finish this workflow, because we do know that some people need to be touched more often before they decide to buy in to the idea of the ketones or the business opportunity, right? So if you're touching them once a week and you're sending them value, you're still in their line of sight, right? You're still making those sort of connections with them. Um, they still know who you are because they're getting this in their inbox every single time. So I'm gonna hit publish. And then I'm going to show you how you're going to create a workflow um, very quickly. Okay. So is, are we good so far? Okay. So you're going to create a new workflow. You can start from scratch or you can use the campaigns that they already have. I do recommend the lead magnet one um, or the sales sequence one. And the reason for that is because let's go with the sales sequence one. We, we all sell ketones. So this is a great one for you to start with. Dina, is this the one that you started with? I opted in to yours so that I could kind of just like, I could see what you have. Um, all right, so again, you can customize it. You click on it. The trigger is you want them to be added to the movement tips segment, whatever the segment is that you've chosen. And then if you've already chosen an email campaign that's already there, they already have like a flow for you. So there's one, two, three, four. There's four emails here. Great start, okay? Now you'll notice that there are 30 days between the emails. So you probably wanna change that, right? So we would tap on it. We would go over here and we'd say, I don't wanna wait 30 days. I wanna wait one day between. Maybe I wanna wait two days between. Do you see? So you would just tweak that, all right? Change this to one day, all right? Now we're gonna go in and we're gonna edit the, um, the actual email. So you would tap on the email, you would go over here and you would tap edit. And here's where everything that's on that email template can be tweaked, changed, modified, whatever floats your boat, okay? So because we know that we have a lead magnet, it might be that you wanna leave that heading there is, but you wanna change the wording here to say something about your lead magnet, okay? Then you could also, if you decided, let's say you don't really like this, you can delete parts to it. You can hit the plus sign and you can add maybe an image if you wanted to. You tap on the image, you can upload one from your computer or you can choose from their menu by searching um, you know, the images that they have in theirs. So I could add that there, okay? Then, of course, down here, let's say I don't want this. I can delete that. I can delete that. It's all very like you can make it however you want. 
Now, notice that I don't have the lead magnet in here, okay? You got to make sure you share the lead magnet, especially if this is the first email and you're saying, here's your freebie. Make sure you put where the freebie can be found, okay? So it could be that you put it right here. You hit the plus sign and you can do a button. And you can say, um, get your freebie here, okay? Now, when I click on the button, go over here and tap link and you can attach the file to your freebie here. And then when they click on it, then they'll be able to download it. So if you have it in a PDF form, you can have that saved to your computer and you just hit attach file and then you just upload it from wherever, you know, in your computer. Okay. Um, so that makes it really simple, really easy. You can change all of this stuff if you wanted to um, and make it any way that you want. Okay. I will tell you the first few times that you create these emails, it will take you a little longer just because you're learning the functionality of it, but it is extremely user-friendly. Play around with it and see what you like. Okay. Always check the desktop and the mobile version to see if it looks right. Because this is how it's going to look. And then you'll hit finish. And then down here is your subject line and your preview text. Okay. Now, one thing I do want to tell you, this is the best practice when it comes to email marketing, is that you want to have attention grabbing subject lines. Okay. So if you're giving them their free lead magnet, you might say, here's your free cookbook. That's going to entice them to open it, right? If you have a boring subject line, more than likely they're going to end up deleting it or it's going to end up in their spam folder. They're ignoring it. They don't really care. It needs to be something that's going to be eye-catching so that they want to open it and they want to read it. And that goes for every single email campaign that you make. All right. If you need help, ChatGPT does a great job of helping creating subject lines. You can always ask, say, um, my email is about this. What's a great cap um, attention grabbing subject line for this email? And then it can give you some ideas. You, of course, can tweak it to make it sound like you. And then there you go. The preview text is like if you've ever opened up your Gmail and you've seen the subject line and then there's like some print beside it, like some like this is where you can maybe put in like. Um, and now I like to put like the first line of the email for the fun part or like the juicy part of the email. Um, I'll usually put in the preview text. Okay. Cause it kind of gives them like a general idea of what's going to be inside the email. Okay. Does that make sense so far? And then, um, whenever you're done with that, you'll just slide down. Oh, come on computer. What are we doing? Are we tired? I'm tired too. And then you would just go down and you would edit the next email. Okay. So I want you to think about like whenever it comes to your sequence, if you have five emails, it might be the first email is going to be you delivering the lead magnet. Your second email could be, hey, did you check out the lead magnet? How's it going? Ask them some questions about it. Maybe give them one more juicy tip to go along with it. The third email might be you telling your story. Do it in a short, convincing, compelling way where you're talking about why you decided to create that lead magnet. Maybe at some point in your life, you needed that resource. So you knew that there were other women out there like you that also needed this resource. So you created it and it's helped you so much. So tell your story, maybe in the third email. 
Then the fourth email, you might teach another tip that's re related to that topic and then maybe introduce ketones. Tell your story when it comes to ketones as an added layer to whatever resource it is that you're giving them. And then the final email could be your call to action or your, hey, don't miss the coupon that I have for you. Okay, so everyone's is gonna look different, but when you're done, you'll hit publish. Flowdesk is tired. My computer is tired. I think it's because my battery's about to die. Publish. I wonder if I have too many windows open. That could be it too. <laughs> It's tired because it's got I got too much open. Hold on a second. Um hide. Let's see. Let me stop my share real quick and see if it'll let me. <laughs> it's just like not working at all. Okay, well, while I'm trying to navigate through this, Dina, will you unmute and kind of share some of your experience so far, what you like about it so far? Maybe some of the learning, like as you started, like, hey, this was confusing to me that you've sort of figured it out. Um, will you do that for me? Yeah, um, segments was very confusing to me. I didn't get segments. <laughs> what, what, what's a segment? Um, so that took me a minute to figure out oh it's like a tag that's why i put in the They're like tags um because that was very confusing to me at first i had no idea what it was talking about um so that was the main thing and like kristen said the flow desk will take you back um if you kind of get lost in the uh, very it up and working as i hoped i kind of blasted out to all the resources uh, that is ready so they uh, click download subscribe to it and then they automatically get a welcome letter uh, so that goes out to them as soon as they subscribe my welcome letter says the cookbook's coming soon but then the cook comes pretty much short out of that welcome letter I don't really have to lay in there I tried to set that up but my husband wasn't getting it so I took it out <laughs> um, but I don't have anything else set up after the cookbook yet Thank you for sharing that. So um, the final thing that I was really going to talk about, still, still very slow. Can you guys see me and hear me? Like my, it keeps glitching up. All right. Well, I can see. so the segments, yes. I love that you said that they're like tags. Um, in fact, in MailChimp, if you decide to go with MailChimp, um, they, they call them tags, I think, instead of segments. Um, so that's a great option for you to consider. Um, um, in terms of your automated automation, when it comes to creating your segments, I always recommend just making sure that that very first email that comes from you includes that lead magnet, just so that they know like, oh, she's not got me. Like she's, she's going to follow, follow through with whatever it was that she said, um, that she was going to give me. Um, and again, if you set up your segments first before you create the automated piece or the form, then it will automatically do that whenever you whenever you create a, um, carry out that sequence. Now, the final thing that I will say, and then I'm gonna open it up for questions. Um, 
is whenever you go to, and I don't want to share my screen because it's glitching. My computer is doing all kinds of crazy stuff. Um, is that final uh, part in the menu that said emails, you can create emails and then schedule them to go out. So like for me, as an example, on Tuesdays, every single Tuesday, I have an email that goes out to all of my subscribers. And again, you can pick and choose which segments you want it to go to. So if you only want to create emails that go to your prove it customers on specific days, maybe you want to do a freebie Friday um, email and you only send it to you know specific people, um, you could do that. So in your email section, that's different than workflows. You can create automated emails where you send out a message. Maybe you're giving a little bit of value or whatever, and then you schedule the date that you want. I can promise you that, especially if you use ChatGPT, or even if you go back to some of your old live videos and your notes that you have written down, you probably already have ideas for um, emails that you can go ahead and send out to your people to continue building your community. Um, every single month, I sort of tweak it a little bit um, until I find my sweet spot. This is what we call your like newsletter. So for some of you, it might be once a week, you're going to send out a recipe, you know, or maybe your email is going to be on, um, you know, on Friday and you're going to send out the freebie Friday link. And then you're also going to, you know, give them another tidbit of information. Remember, you want to create your ecosystem. You want for people to be excited about when your email comes, they want to open it up. Oh my gosh, that went by so quickly. Did you enjoy today's episode of the Kristen Morris Show? If so, please do me a favor and leave a review on the platform you're listening to and share this episode with a friend. Better yet, let's connect. Find me on any social media platform and tag me in your stories with your favorite takeaways. And until next time, lead by example and inspire others to do the same.